Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you guys once again for joining the Nine Innings Podcast hosted by yours truly, Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of Nine I Capital Group. Thank you guys for joining us. As I always say, subscribe to this channel. As I always say, go and get my book, MLB to CFP Live on Apple and Amazon. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at info at 9icapitalgroup.com. Send us your questions or you can go to the website at www.9icapitalgroup.com. Schedule an appointment. As you know, we're here to do what? Educate, empower, and engage. And today we're here to educate you on all things crypto. Crypto market's going crazy. Money's funneling out of banks and into other instruments out there. Today we're talking with Tyrone Ross Jr. about crypto. This guy's forgotten more about crypto than I could ever know. Tyrone Ross, welcome to the show. We have Tyrone Ross Jr., Turnkey Labs. Thank you for joining us, my friend. Thank you for joining the Nine Innings Podcast today. What's up, my man? So speaking of that, right, we're going to do this right on the fly because you did say that. Let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, my friend. It's all good. So, man, tell me, just tell me a little bit about your business. I know this is a little bit aside, but just tell me a little bit about Turnkey and, and, and what you provide there. Yeah, so think of um, Turnkey as the plaid of crypto. So okay. when you go and somewhere it tells you to link a bank account or to link your four hundred one k or whatever, that's what we're doing uh, for the crypto ecosystem, where we're allowing um, individuals to link their crypto accounts at a Coinbase or a Gemini, so that their financial advisors could see them. Well, you you said you hit on something right there. Today we're talking crypto. Today, we're heavy in crypto. I don't necessarily understand the industry per se. I, I feel like I have a really good knowledge, but you've probably forgotten more crypto than I've ever learned. So just, just for layman's terms, crypto, what act, what is it actually? It's not a currency, but what right. actually is it? Well, it is just depending on where your feet are, right? Yeah. <laughs> currency here in the United States. Yeah. But I think the term crypto is the original sin of the space, right? Calling okay. it crypto, right? Crypto after cryptography and crypto craft, cryptographic keys. And yeah. So anyway, cryptocurrency, crypto assets is a better name that I use, right? Cryptocurrency is a form of a crypto asset. I gotcha. Started with a bunch of different technologies coming together to create internet money. Gotcha. All it is, right? So we could send all other things over the internet. There's never been a way for me to send value over the internet the same way I would be able to if I saw Kevin in the parking lot, walked up to him, handed him $20 and walked away. Yeah. The only person that knew that was me. The only people that knew that was me and Kevin. Nobody else knew. Yeah. They didn't know the amount. They didn't see what I handed them. They didn't see anything. You, have, you were never able to do that over the internet. So just the basic way to think about it is it started as internet money and now it's evolved into an entire ecosystem. So internet money, ecosystem, blockchain. Mm -hmm. My understanding is that most banks, say for example, JP Morgan, they have their own internal blockchain, right? Yep. They So how is that different than 
the larger scale block blockchain. Uh, we'll just start there. Like, how is that different in regards to the JP Morgan blockchain versus just the larger Bitcoin exchange? Yep. So think of it this way, right? So again, for those out there, a blockchain is just a fancy database. It's mm -hmm. right? okay. all. It records information and transactions. It's a ledger. Mm -hmm. It's a clock. It's a lot of different things. To understand Bitcoin is to know you don't understand it. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so um, there's two types. There's permission, like JP Morgan's, which mm -hmm. is they get to determine what makes it to the blockchain, gotcha. what it's used for, whatever. There's permission lists, like Bitcoin. Yeah. Where you don't need anybody's permission. No one controls it. It's just technology that runs out there. It's a base layer that folks use to transfer any value anywhere, anytime to anybody without a JP Morgan involved. So yeah. that's the best way to explain that. Okay. So go ahead. No, that's it. Okay. So you and I both know that regulation is coming. I'm yes. not, I mean, no, no telling when it's going to come to the crypto uh, cryptography space, but the banking industry acts, and this is just my personal opinion. The banking industry acts like they're, um, they're clean. You know what? All this, all this nonsense can happen in the crypto space, but our, Hey, we're, we're regulated. So we're controlled. But in the end of the day, all of the, all of the, um, the money laundering and everything happens within the banking industry. Yes, you know what does. I mean? So how are you guys sitting here and telling me pot kettle, right? Yeah, you know, pot and I'm, I, kettle for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying you guys act like it hasn't happened. It's not still happening in your space, but you're complaining about the possibility of it yeah. happening over here and in, in this in, on this space here. So, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I mean, are, are, is that does that yeah. anger you to a degree? It does, but yeah. I've I, again, I've been in the space so long now. It's old hat. Yeah. The the you know tool that is most used for nefarious purposes and money laundering and everything else is the good old US dollar yeah. and especially hundred dollar bills. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we know that. How yeah. many pictures we didn't seen <laughs> folks in our community with hundred dollar bills, <laughs> a neighborhood drug dealer, this, that, the third, uh, whatever, the yeah. mob, yeah. in everybody's community, it's a hundred dollar bill, right? Yeah. And, and dollars. But Citibank, for instance, there are banks that are really involved here, right? Mm -hmm. JP Morgan says one thing, the company does another, right? They're really involved. They understand what's going on here. Is there um, awful things that blockchain is used for? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But every good is used by horrible people for evil, yeah. right? And there's ways to crack down on that. There's companies built to be able to um, show wallet addresses that are poisoned, if you will, that you shouldn't interact with. Chainalysis is a company. TRM Labs is another. Um, there's another company called Sardine, mm -hmm. which um, does a lot of um, security measures around opening accounts and wallet transfers and things like that. So the tech is being built. And that's the one thing everyone has to take a step back and understand. It's only 14 years old. Right. Yeah. It's the entire space is 14 years old. Remember what you were like at 14. 
Yeah. Right? Like you're very volatile. You were yeah. very up and down. You were still trying to find your way. You showed some promise in some areas. You were probably not really good in these areas, but it takes some time. You're an adolescent. Yeah. So the crypto space is the same way. So what got you so involved in this space? Like what what was that defining moment? Like, wow, this this is really interesting. This interests me. I want to go uh full board into this. Yeah, I, I tell you the story. So um, for those that don't know, um, I grew up in a home that had to operate outside the traditional financial system. Gotcha. Like my mother was constantly using money orders. There was no bank account. There's check cash in places, so on and so forth. So I grew up understanding that there was an alternative financial space. Mm -hmm. Banks wasn't the end all be all for everything. Yep. And what I also realized is like, hmm. I remember my mother like rushing to the check cashing place because she needed her money now. Yep. Take whatever you want, but I need the money now. I can't wait till Friday. I can't, I, I can't wait until I go open an account and sit in the bank for 30 minutes and I need the money now. Mm -hmm. So flash, flash forward to 2015. I had a friend of mine as a Ruby developer. And he was all into quirky stuff. He made our fake IDs when we was younger and everything. Like he was always <laughs> doing crazy stuff. Yeah. He's ranting, going on back and forth about this internet money and you could do this and it's the next thing. And I'm like, man, what is this nonsense that you were telling me about? And you know, in our industry, we're always approached with the next yes. great investment. The next. I'm like, man, you don't get out of here with this. <laughs> thing. And I was a Merrill Lynch at the time. So I was in a training program. So I was just, you know what I mean? I had blinders on, focus on just hitting my goals. Yeah. And I had a meeting. And before one of my meetings, he was like, let me send you some. And I was like, all right, man. What do I need to do? So he's like, download this app. I'm going to send you some. Whatever. So I download the app. He sends me Bitcoin. Okay. Bitcoin. I get it like this. I was like, whoa. I just saw you, like, when we were on the phone and the whole thing, like, I saw him do it, and then I saw it appear. I said, wait a minute. So then I, I tell this all the time. He literally, this is his words. He was like, the magic trick isn't over. He goes, now you're going to send it to somebody else. And he got somebody else on the phone, his man on the phone. Yeah. And I sent him the $5. We yeah. did all of that in minutes. Okay. And afterwards, I'm like, tell me everything. Yeah. Like, and I'm not, I don't have a tech background I went to Georgia Tech and got kicked out. Like, I don't, like, math, science, all that was not my thing. But I was like, tell me everything, bro. What is going on here? And that was it, man. Like, that started the journey. And I I fell down the rabbit hole far and hard. So here I am talking to you. It led me to you. Man, well, I appreciate this because I need people like you in my life to help me understand what's going on. Because, again, there's a Cardano, uh all these damn coins, man. It's like, to me, like, so in my, in my mind, when I start seeing the, the proliferation of all these different people mining all this stuff, I start saying, aha, aha, like the Eddie Murphy's kid, aha, you know? And I, I'm saying, there's something, there's something fishy here, but I do believe in the overall structure. And I do believe that there are a few, just like the, just like the tech, the tech burst, there's going to be some, the winners, Yep. There's going to be a lot of losers out there. But again, the, the winners are going to be the ones that are going to make this thing happen. So, yeah, I appreciate this conversation, man. Of course, my man. Yeah. A couple other questions real quick. 
So does the adoption of a cryptocurrency or a cryptography a cryptocurrency does that hurt the banking industry um a, the, the adoption of a central bank digital currency no, or just, uh, no, no just in cryptocurrency general. itself like the, the, the overall adoption of if they said hey you know what we're okay with it are they afraid that yeah. money's going to flow outside of banks and they're not going to get their cut so yeah. does that then necessarily is that more of a detriment to them and that's why they're so or so much against it yeah, and again, they're 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 saying one thing out one side of their mouth or the other. They're yeah. funding it. They're 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 backing projects. Please let no one be fooled I by the banks. They are a part of this. They have venture arms. They're funding crypto companies. I spoke to a lot of them when I was building my last company. Yeah. They're all involved. But yes, they are afraid of the fees that they will no longer capture. You got to think about it, right? Uh, overdraft fees somewhere twenty. 30 billion a year, yeah. right? Remittances, um, another, you know, uh, 10, 20, 30 billion. Um, uh, the fees to keep accounts open, uh, the ability to transfer. Like now we have, you know, we're going to have real-time payments here in the United States with Fed now, mm -hmm. right? This, this has been coming for a really long time. So banks got to get in front of it. Do some of them see the worry? Yes. Right. If 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 stable coins, which are just crypto dollars, right, mm -hmm. USDC, which is just a digital dollar, which our dollars now are digital. But yeah. in order to do that, you got to use a bank. And But if I could just send value wherever I want at any time. Yeah. What do I need a bank for if the bank is in my pocket? <laughs> right. So, yeah, they, they, they are concerned, but they're also not going to let it get too far without them getting their piece. I believe that. And that leads us to the sovereign banks and the digital currencies they're trying to employ. So talk yep. to me a little bit about uh, that. I mean, how would that even come about? I mean, I know we're I know we're not we're not inside the government or anything like that, but USD USD coin or maybe yuan coin or whatever it is. How does that how does that go into the market in regards to against a Bitcoin or 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 a Cardano or a uh, you know a Ethereum? Like I don't I don't understand that. Like so talk to me. I mean, and maybe it's over above our heads, above our pay grades. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, That's why I got you on the call today, man. Yeah, to keep it very high level, right? So you got to look at some of the, like in Nigeria, for instance, it wasn't getting widely adopted and used, the central bank coin, until there was problems with the native currency, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and there were some issues there, and folks started to use the digital version. Mm -hmm. Are we going to get this from all of, you know, all countries and all central banks over time, I believe so. Will we get one eventually here in the U.S.? I think so. They're going to combat this and use their own. Here's the thing, though. Like, those will be permissioned, right? Gotcha. Like, they will control it. They will surveil you, right? Mm -hmm. They will know how much is in your account and everything else. But the I don't think it, it kills most of the coins for sure. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin and even Ethereum, because there's a think of Ethereum is is like programmable money. Now it's like a supercomputer. We can build all of these things on top of it. That's how you get NFTs, digital yeah. collectibles and all these other things. But again, Bitcoin will be the ability to. The rails are always open. They may have a central bank digital currency that may not be 24, 7, 365 anywhere at any time. Mm -hmm. Right. 
I may want to interact with the actual blockchain instead of just sending value, right? Because what blockchains, even Bitcoin now are evolving to is I can do things actually on chain. Mm -hmm. So the, the coins and the tokens that exist now will continue to evolve. A CBDC is just going to be, I want to send money from California to New Jersey. Or I want to send money from New Jersey to, to the UK, right? And the, the central banks will talk and they'll figure that out. But we'll mm -hmm. get one here for sure. Here's what I want everyone to think about, though. Am I a fan of central bank digital currencies? 99.9% .9 no. Here's why I am no. And here's why I'm open to it. For folks that are in lower income communities, urban rural communities, if they decide to shut the country down again like they did with COVID, mm -hmm. and now folks need money in their accounts, now they can just send that money to your wallet or whatever. They could send USD coin, right? $1,200 of it to your wallet and you have that to spend now. Yeah. As opposed to sending checks in the mail or as opposed to them sending those debit cards that some folks actually threw out because they didn't. These folks have never gotten anything from the Treasury before. Who that from? It's the government. Throw it out. <laughs> you know, so I think it's important for even those of us that are crypto hippies mm -hmm. to realize that there is some value here to be had from a CBDC um, and I don't think it in any way will hamper what Bitcoin or Ethereum does, but I do think we're going to get it simply because our government is our government. They're almighty. They're powerful. They like controlling stuff and they're not going to continue to let this space go and not be involved in it some way. Man, you're absolutely right on that. Our government's powerful. Um, hopefully, hopefully the USD, uh, I know people are talking about the USD and, and, and its strength and it's, it's recently been strong, but ultimately, when the interest rates start to change, you know the dollar is going to sell off and all of that. Which again, yeah. you start to see that. But um, and force the yuan and the and 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 the offshore renminbi, they're basically wanting to be the world's reserve currency, and yep. ooh, that's going to be a fight. I don't know what that's going to be. But hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully, I'm long gone before all that still happens. <laughs> I hear you, and no, honestly. It's, I think it will be a fight to the death, too, because I don't think they will do anything possible to defend the dollar as the dominant currency in the world, man. Oh, so, yeah. This, yeah. Gonna hopefully, be hopefully we in a better, in a better <laughs> place or Mars with Elon or something before that happened. I will be here. Tyrone, man, thank you for joining us, man. Thank you for talking crypto today, man. We like to keep these short and brief, man. Uh, yeah. Any any last words about crypto yeah. that you think we should know that that's just on your tongue right now that you wish we would have, we should have bought up earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. And I was hoping you did a couple things. I think here's what everyone needs to understand. This is not an investment for everybody. It is still mainly speculative. If you don't have a high risk tolerance, if you're not going to take time to understand it, stay away from now, read, ask questions, get answers, ask more questions, read, ask questions. This is exactly what I did. I listened to thousands of hours of podcasts. I read books. I asked a lot of questions. Um, speaking of that, a book that everyone should read is called Crypto Assets by Chris Berninsky and Jack Tater. It's a really good book to kind of start to learn. The other one is uh, DeFi and the Future of Money, um, which is written by one of, um, one of the authors is a Duke professor. So I would read that. Um, and lastly, if you are, after all of that, you want to try it, 
You want to you want to see what it's it's like. Here's what you do. Go to Google, look up the nearest Michelin restaurant near you and try and figure out what it would be for two people, drinks, food, everything to go eat at that restaurant. Take that amount and buy that amount of Bitcoin. Coinbase, Cash App, wherever you want to do it and just experience it, what it's like to open the account, buy it and hold it. This way, if it goes to zero, you still got a roof over your head. Your kids will still eat. They won't come repossess your cars. Everything will be good. But experiment a little bit to understand what it's like to use it and get a feel of it. And not a second before that should anyone consider it an investment. But here to continue to answer questions, teach, learn, and grow, man. And hopefully we do this again soon. Tyron Ross Jr., Turnkey Labs. Thank you for joining the Nine Innings Podcast today, my friend. I appreciate you, King. Appreciate it. You just listened to a guy that, that's forgotten more about cryptocurrencies than I've ever learned. Tyron Ross Jr. of Turnkey Labs, um, friend of the show. Thank you guys for joining the 90s podcast. As you know, we're here to do what? Educate, empower, and engage. And today we had a deep conversation on cryptography, a deep conversation on how to use cryptography, a deep conversation on cryptocurrencies in regards to the banking industry, and a little bit deeper on if you want to get involved, some great books to read from the man himself. Thank you guys for joining us. As y'all know, we're here to educate, empower, and engage. Subscribe to the channel. Stay humble. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.